This is a podcast where we discuss beans. Any kind of beans you can imagine. No, not here. Baked beans, pinto beans, green beans. Lima beans. Lima beans. Lima beans. Whoa. Black beans. All the beans. Bushes. I like Van Camps. Wait, what do you bean? Oh my gosh. <laughs> Get out, all of you. Roll that beautiful bean footage. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Make Believe Heroes, an actual play, 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons adventure. I'm Paul. I'm your Dungeon Master, and tonight I'm joined by four friends of mine. Hey, guys, this is Jeremy, and I play Saul. I'm Jeffrey, and I play Servants Off the Wall. I'm Alan, and I play Char for a while. I'm Felicia, and I play Misk. <laughs> we're going to play some Dungeons & Dragons. But before we do, uh, we're going to do that thing that we often do on this show. Uh-oh. We're going to share with you the love that others have shared with us via their five-star reviews. We have one right here from iTunes, and it is from user... Alpha with two A's, like A-A-L-P-H-A, Alpha 101, and it is entitled Alpha Best Podcast Ever. Ever. (laughs) Wow. I love to spend half of my quarantine days listening to your podcast. I started it about a week ago, and I'm already on season two. Wow. Because it's easy to binge for hours. I also love how it's clean, unlike so many other podcasts out there. Okay, if you listen to 40 one primary episodes plus you know a couple bonus episodes in there in a week that's a lot that's like 50 60 hours of listening a lot that's intense thank you alpha 101 uh for your review (laughs) thank you (laughs) i'm glad very glad that we could offer some much needed uh, distraction relief and enjoyment during these quarantined days and uh hopefully you'll stick around I think that we've got a pretty great show. You know what? I think, you know what? Best, best D&D podcast on the internet right here. This is it. You found it. You're welcome. I'm glad that you're here. <laughs> you're welcome. And uh, <laughs> you're welcome. You're welcome. No, <laughs> and, and I'm the welcome. one that should say you're welcome. What can I say except you're welcome? You're welcome. Okay. Moana. Uh, that is our five-star review for today. And if you'd like to have your five-star review read live on the air, all you got to do is go leave us one. iTunes, uh, what is it, uh, Stitcher? You can do that on Stitcher as well. Uh, if you go onto the internet to stitcher.com, you can't do it on your phone, but you can do it on the internet. I do also want to give a shout out to one of our patrons. See, we Ooh. have a Patreon. It's at patreon.com slash heroes, And we have a number of awesome tiers that you can support our show. Uh, and many of these tiers offer... People have been crying a lot. So many tiers. 
there are a lot of different uh, rewards that you can get in on, like early releases. We release our episodes on Friday instead of on uh, Monday for our patrons at $5 and above. Right now, we have all of our MBH Plays bonus episodes where we play other games outside of D&D and just extra stuff. Uh, we have those available at the $5 tier. Those are typically $10 tier. We have Monumi Unwrapped, where we go kind of behind the scenes of Monumi. All kinds of stuff. You should go Whoa. and become a patron like... Jacob Armstrong. Thanks, Jacob, for being a patron, for joining the uh, the MBH Patreon, and also the MBH Discord, which is lit, if we haven't said it. It's lit. It's so lit. It is. Super lit. It's extra lit. On fire. I do want to mention, also, we have cool shirts. Cool shirts for sale. We really do have cool There's shirts. There's a link in the show notes at TeePublic. We got shirts. We got tanks. Not like the kind you drive Tanks. and blow stuff up with, but the kind that we you wear. We can get those, though, I think. Well, okay, we can't get those. Can we get those? Maybe. I don't know. Can we get tanks? Uh, check them out. It's a T Public. You can find the link in the show notes. Uh, hey, but that that's enough about all of that. Thanks for listening, guys. Let's get into some Dungeons and Dragons. But first, I'm going to roll this giant blue D20 to see how things are going to go tonight for our adventurers. Don't that do one, that one, that one. Yeah. It's a six. Okay. That's what you get. I'll take it. Okay. I'll take it. Let's talk about what happened last time on Make Believe Heroes. So the conflict brewing between our four adventurers has finally come to a head. Servance and Char extended a hand of peace, if you will, a, a, a treaty, sort of, to Saul and Misk. The threat that is looming ahead of them, that of the Forsaken Circle, that of the corpse of Dimvarga, the undead dragon that is possessed with the heart of the Crooked Father, that is seeking to destroy the hells and presumably wash over all the plains with destruction, is quite, quite a problem indeed. And so our heroes decided they needed to put their differences aside. Get out from under these blood contracts, you know? Put all this all this bad blood behind them and gather their forces. Yeah, all that conflict is totally over. <laughs> it's gone. It's it's all resolved. Everything is gone. Well, baby, now you got bad blood. They put their differences aside for now. Ooh. To focus on a greater threat. The enemy of my enemy is my friend at this point, and the greatest enemy is, of course, the looming threat of the Forsaken. What they did not know is that Vance had um, had, had a bit of a, a change the night before when he discovered that the body of Tormetvas, also known as the Howler, existed and was still living inside this blade of stone. Not only was it there, but he and the Howler decided that it would be best for him to leave Vance's body and take control of his own. Our last episode ended as Howler, along with his wife, Zori Lendai, entered the hall and addressed the devils before them. We certainly are in need, in need of an army. All things in good time, Princeling. Saul's just very tense. You all may have noticed that I am a bit more present. <laughs> It would appear that I was not quite as dead as I thought. Indeed, I thought you were banished. Banished I was. I didn't think a physical coil would exist for you in the hells after what my father did to you. And what do you know of that, princeling? You sought to unify the hells. 
Serastus puts you away. Yes, an unprecedented alliance of kings before your time, it was. But that time has long passed, he says, addressing the room. I'm sure you've all heard the stories of the mad devil who sought to destroy the hells. Yes, sure, I sought to destroy them. Destroy them for what they were, a playground for kings. That playground is gone. The hells are no more. He uh, reaches down to his waist and he draws the Hellburner blade. And as he does, it extends from his arm. And as it does so, it looks different. Uh, there are actually streaks of lightning, like sort of zipping around it as he's wielding it. And it seems even larger than you guys have ever seen it. It's, it's almost comically large. <laughs> In my day, I sought to slay the eight reigning kings and tear down their playground, said Saurus. And he kind of pauses looking, like, directly in your eyes. And you failed. Yes, I did. For the first time in recorded history, your father made an alliance with his enemies to bring me down because he could not destroy me himself. <laughs> but that is beside the point. Things have changed. Have they not, princess? They've changed. Step forward. I step forward. <laughs> uh, as you step forward, sort of unwittingly, you change into your devilish form. Uh, you are large, golden-skinned, and that fiery crown levitates above your head time has come for change hasn't it i agree the nine hells have been in this cycle of kings rulers i'm done with it father did a horrible job and look at him now so she's just gonna take the crown from her head and kind of look down at it holding it in her hands since the nine hells is pretty much no more why not start a new reign what is it you said before, Howard? What is a kingdom without its subjects? And she's going to throw the crown down. There is somewhat of a stir <laughs> amongst the devils in the room. Uh, you see Rowan, like his hand kind of come up to his mouth excitedly. Like, oh, what is this? He's that cat in Shrek. No, 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 Puss in Boots. <laughs> He's like, oh. oh. Char reaches forward slightly and is like quivers a little and pulls his hand back like at the end of Mean Girls when she snaps the crown and the one guy. <laughs> Please. If the forsaken are not stopped, then everything is, is lost. Setsaurus, I am your best hope at survival. I don't disagree. My queen has spoken. Yes, she has. But I'm asking you, Sotsaurus. Step forward. Uh, Saul will do so, but only after drawing his rapier. Thank you. Yep. You draw your rapier. You do. You feel, you feel it, you feel it heating in your hands, like it, it, it's just getting hotter. It ignites a fire in your chest like you've never felt. Stepping forward, the sword ignites with flame, as you're accustomed. 
But as you move forward, you also sense that you are, in fact, growing larger. But your skin is still that orange color. In fact, it almost seems to glow a yellowish-orange light, not unlike the light of the sun. Your eyes, everyone can see around you, are burning with a bright orange light. And from your back come two great wings of fire. I'm so freaking pumped right now. People step back. I expected as much. The devil, you are no more. You're something different, aren't you? I'm something better. Perhaps we might have a chance. If it means stopping the Forsaken, I will do everything I can. This is not going to be easy. But with my strength, and the strength of these devils, a queen or something like it, whatever you are, Satsaris, and of course, this human. You, uh, he he kind of holds a hand out towards you, Vance, and when he does, a couple of the devils in the room the, from the burning circle sort of chuckle. Because <laughs> you're weak. In an instant, he is across the room and has one of them by the throat. Oh, what? <laughs> Wait, what? In an instant, and their chuckle is just cut off short, and he lifts them up and slings them across the room towards you, Vance. Perhaps we should make an example out of this one. So I pull out off of my lower back a handle, a hilt of a sword. It looks familiar, but it's solid white. And as the devil's flying towards me, the blade grows out of it. And it's exactly like the Hellburner blade. Mm. Except Mm -hmm. it's pure white and it has a, on the very edges of it, you can see a royal blue shade. We're not friends. Don't kill it! We need all we can get! What do you do? There's a devil, like, at your at your feet. Well, I was thinking he was, like, flying towards my sword. <laughs> okay. But when I hear... Okay, so when I hear uh, Saul say that, instead of, like, letting him just be sliced in half on it, mm-hmm. I kind of take it, turn it sideways, and smack him to the ground in front of me. When you do the spot where you struck him, it just burns and, like, sizzles. And uh, there is sort of a quiet from the devils around the room. As I said, the human. Char. Yes. Roll me a uh, a d20. D20. Uh Uh-oh. That's a 15. That's pretty good. Yeah, it is. Feel a uh, sort of burning sensation on your arm. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Uh, it's that it's that sort of <laughs> nagging uh, burn on that brand, and as you feel it, you realize that it's uh, you know it, it, you've felt this now a few times over the last few couple of days, and uh, you sense the presence nearby of your ilk, your kind. My ilk is near. <laughs> My kind. It's pronounced Malk. 
Malk. <laughs> Give that man a glass of milk. How are uh, is everyone sort of just sort of standing in awe of sort of, of everything that's just went down, Char, and you you get a sense of imminent danger. Great. Something bad's about to happen, guys. Something's on its way. What are you talking about? The the things, the, the elementals. I can feel them. I can sense them. Uh, Rowan speaks up. You sense the presence of fellow elementals? Yes, and they do not seem to be friendly. How would you know this? Have you been taught by your kings? They make my arms burn. Friendly people don't do that. <laughs> He steps over. He looks at your. Do you have your arm exposed where they can be seen, covered? I expose my whole self. Oh my goodness! <laughs> He's that Gandalf like man. Yes, everyone gym. dies <laughs> again. There's just forty-seven chickens dead on the floor. <laughs> yes. Okay. Uh, is is the mark visible or no? Would it normally be? I don't know if we've established that. It. it uh, what sort of sleeves do you wear? It's like here on your forearm. We said like. Thereish, so it's burning. You sensed it. Do you have it pulled back? Yeah, it would be on my forearm. I don't. I don't wear. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm just picturing like you know, sort of cleric robes. A lot of times they kind of hang down that low. Yeah. Like if I reach out, you could see it. It's like yeah. That's what I mean. I, I mean, I mean, are you hiding it or is it not hiding? No. Okay. I haven't tried to hide it. Okay. He comes forward. When did you receive this? I thought that you arrived here with the others from the mortal plane. Uh, this is a mark of a king. What? No, I'm not a king. No, no, no. This is a mark from a king. He has marked you his servant. I didn't agree to that. Have you come in contact with your? Have you come in contact with the king of the melting circle, Dufon Ray? He has marked you. Char, what's he talking about? So. Whenever I came back from the circle, whatever, what is it, melting circle? Yes. When I came back from the melting circle and we were in the swamp and there was a crash and the things were behind me and they were chasing me, that thing that you say is a king, and he seemed kingly, I guess, he had sent me there. You sense him here now? Uh, approaching. I don't know. Do I know how close he is? You don't. You just, you just know it, it, it's time. The time is now. The place is here. The time is now. The place is here. Everyone, prepare for battle. There is nothing to be afraid of. Nothing has ever breached the walls of this fortress, and nothing ever will. (laughs) And the Forsaken Circle has never had anything in it. So, things can happen these days. It just happens in Monami. Let's go. Let's go, people. (laughs) Keller. Howler walks over towards you, Char. He, he, He sort of stoops, looking you dead in the eyes. I look him alive in the eyes. Every time. Every time. Where are they, Elemental? I don't know. I just know they're coming because my arm burns. This is foolish. Don't worry. Everything is going to be fine. Oh, I'm feeling assured now. (laughs) Yeah, about the time you say that... There is a sort of sound. Uh, it's it's a weird sort of um, sizzling sound, and you notice that uh, oh, Vance, you're sort of facing the crowd, far back behind the crowd against the back wall. Uh, you notice that a part of the wall has begun to glow, orange, oh, red. Also, parts of the wall are dripping. Um, how? It almost seems to be melting. Check out that wall. What is it? The melting wall. What wall? 
Oh. Um, everyone prepare for battle. Told you. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody starts drawing their weapons. Uh, about the time he says that, stepping through this molten wall comes an enormous figure that does, in fact, look kingly. He looks like a devil, but without wings, and he is his skin looks like cracked lava. Uh, he has two enormous horns that go forward and then upward, and he has a sharp-toothed grin as he addresses the crowd. That's the guy! That's the guy! Well, finally, now... We found you. Thank you, my son, for leading us to our prey. I didn't. Destroy them. The wall turns into monsters. Let's roll initiative. Zoop-a-doop. Lava monsters. Let's get it on. I got a 10. Okay, Vance, you got a 10. Misk hasn't done hers yet. Saul, what'd you get? I got 13. A 13. Chogginsis? I got a 16. A 16. I got 17. All right, a 17 for Misk. All right, guys. Uh, the first thing that happens, so so this is going to be kind of weird, right? We've got so the way I'm going to handle kind of the other devils, it will be the same way that I handled them in the fight against the imps. That we'll just sort of deal with them in groups. Howler will go on his own initiative, and let's see, Misk, Saul, you're. Uh, kind of juiced right now yeah i am so the way that that's the way that's sort of going to work right now in terms of the logistics basically you have a flight speed that you can use mm-hmm. right now and i will say that i mean obviously your sword is is fiery it's going to remain fiery you, you've already got that sort of bonus so that's pretty much all you're going to be getting right now is you got this flight speed that you can use it's pretty handy yep you can fly literally and juicy fire uh, radiant attacks. Okay? Okay. I like it. Uh, the first one to go is Dufon Ray. Oh, no. He steps into the room. Uh, he, he summons for his creatures to come out. And you guys see this molten wall behind him. You can't tell if something's coming through it or if it's literally just the wall. These things start pouring out of it that look like globs. My glob. My glob. A number of these just molten... <laughs> Lava globs just pour out on the floor, kind of like a slime. Oh my! And they uh, they manifest an arm, two arms, two legs, and they start marching across the room towards you all. You also see a couple come through that look uh, humanoid. They come through the wall and they are covered in this lava, but they they still seem to be made of a sort of stone. But they are wielding great, enormous stone swords. Uh, and they on fire, and they are marching toward you all. And uh, Dufon raised the first one. He comes running forward, and he is marching directly for the shiny new thing in the room, Satsaris. Uh-oh. Bring it. Satsaris, he is marching towards you, and he is wielding in his hand, one hand, a very large sword. Uh, it's similar to the other, uh, except it is black with like cracks of red shining through like lava, but you can tell the edge is deadly sharp. And in the other hand, he is holding a large black lava stone shield. R- he's walking towards you at first, but then he picks up his pace as his uh, soldiers come out and runs toward you, and he's going to try and shield bash you. Bring it. Okay. Oh my, that is a very low roll. 
uh, oh, with no. the shield bash. Good. Uh, what's your armor class? 15. So that's not very good. Uh, he got a, f- but he got a 14. So that's just barely a miss. Um, but he comes flying towards you, or not flying, but rushing towards you with the shield. Moves to shield bash you, but you're a little quick for him. Maybe he wasn't ready for that. Uh, and having missed with his shield bash, he is now going to swing with his great sword toward you. Rolling again. Ah, yeah, that one is a 26 to hit. Does that hit? Mm. Mm, I think that might hit. All right. You take, not too bad there, you take six. An uncanny dodge. Well, well you, okay. Isn't that, isn't that, do I have to say it before you do damage, or can I say it after you do damage? I don't, I don't think that you have to tell me before. Uh, you can double check that real quick while I'm rolling the damage. No, it doesn't specify whether or not I can know how much damage is getting hit or not. Yeah, just says because it's it's a reaction, so a reaction. Uh, you're taking six slashing damage from the sword attack, is all. Uh, but then you are also going to take uh, non fire damage. But the fire damage, if I'm not wrong, said Saurus. I have resistance. You have resistance, so you would take four. So you're taking six slashing and four fire. I'm going to take that. You can half one of those. I'm going to take it. All right. It's not too bad, right? And I'm going to, when that blade slices across me, lean into it a little bit with a smile. It's like, get back, peasant. And hellish rebuke him. Boom, do it. And your hellish rebuke will absolutely be radiant damage rather than fire damage. Oh. Yep. I'm going to do it at... It's a second level, so, yep. Uh, go ahead and, and roll your dexterity save. He's got a dex 14 to do it. Does he get disadvantage because he's in my face? Does he take half? No, he didn't get disadvantage. <laughs> if he's, uh... uh... He actually did save. Okay. Well, he still takes half. He got a, he got a 23. Okay, he takes half. 3d10s. 3d10s? Not, not 2d10s? 3, I'm doing it at second level. Dang. Whoop. It's a 10 and two sevens. Okay, so that's a total of 24. 24. So 12 damage. 12 radiant fire. Okay. Looks up and he does not like the feeling of this fire. Misk. Yo, yo, yo. Oh, no, wait, I'm sorry. He makes one more attack. Never mind. Good lord. This one is a miss. He misses with this one. It's a misk. Bro gets three attacks. He gets three, yeah. He swings it to you. He is a king of hell. The exact same time that that's you cute. burst up with him. Um, yeah, but he's a long time king of hell. Also, he is. Uh, just wanna just wanna mention he has bowed to the forsaken and has a swirly on his head. Uh, Ew. He, he he takes another swing, but it is a miss. That I'll give him a swirly. The flames of the radiant fire sort of stagger him back, and now it is Misk's turn. All right, here we go. So I'm gonna bardic inspiration. I'm going to bardically inspire. See, I corrected myself well before you did. You did it. I usually inspire pants or saw. I'm thinking about inspiring char. For the first time Yay. in oh show gosh. history. Has it? I don't know. I'm just teasing. Well, I mean, you know? she's tr- she doesn't want him to die if she had just you know, said she would not let him die. So, anywho. Yeah, go for it. So, I'm going to bardically inspire. Bardic inspiration does not grant... Uh, advantage, does it? No, it just gives you a, a, an extra D8 you can oh, add okay. to the roll. Never mind. Can I just, I can just say something, right? Yeah, just something inspirational. Or just anything, really. Come on, Char, stay with me. Okay. Char. Okay, you so. Inspiration. Good job, Char. 
then I want to. So what does that give me again? A D8. A D8. And I can. I have to call it before I use it. You you can add it to any roll. I don't think you have to call it before you use it. You just have to decide to use it before I tell you whether it's a hit or a miss. Okay. So you can roll first. Uh, you just need to. It says you can. This can be added after seeing the roll, but before knowing the outcome. Okay. So I'm gonna use shatter. I'm just gonna kind of jump in front of whoever with my wings. I'm gonna like fly over in front of whoever is in front of me and get right up in between everybody and just you shatter at them. I have a feeling she's just, she's probably just holding her sword. So maybe like she does the thing where she has a sword in one hand and she just kind of holds it sideways and hits it like that. Okay. So that is a con save of 15. Each creature in a 10 foot radius sphere centered on that point. Okay. I'm going to say that at this point, the only thing that you can hit if you're aiming for an enemy is him. Are you aiming at him or are you aiming at the other enemies? Well, I just picture them all coming in, like flooding in like They that. are, but they're moving kind of slow. He's, ha- he's the only one that's had a turn. So he has run all the way up to Saul. The others have not. The others are still coming. Oh, okay. They're that's not, fine. They're not close enough to him for you to hit all of them yet. You can hit him or you can hit a few of them. I'll hit him. Okay. He needs to make a con save. 15. That is 9. Let's see what mm. his con is. Yeah, he's got a, he's got just a four, 14. Yeah, yeah. So he is, he does not succeed. Okay, so that's level two, and it's three d eight. Okay, three d eight thunder damage. Okay, that's ten, ten damage. Okay. The swirly head guy. He takes ten damage as your shatter kind of rings him back. Uh, sort of staggering him right at the same time that he swings and misses at Saul. You step up and just kind of poof him. Uh, so that was good. Is that the end of your turn? Yes. Chargensis Kintle. It's me. What would you like to do? What do I do? <laughs> I don't know. You tell me. There are a bunch of devils around. There is a uh, big king guy right up there and then a bunch of other dudes that look like maybe your long lost cousins running through the walls towards you all. Okay. So how far am I from the big king dude? Not too far. Probably 20, 30 feet if that. Okay. 20, 30 feet if that. Uh, I'm going to say that I am going to attack him with a bolt of guiding. Okay, do it. Mm. I'm going to cast it at fourth level, and I'm going to say, so I roll, I roll a die, I add my modifier, then I decide whether I use my D8 or not. Mm, yeah. I use my D8. <laughs> do it. Okay. What'd you, what'd you get on the original roll? It was a five plus seven, which would be a 12. Okay. So now it's a 14. That is a miss. Mm. So it says on a miss, he actually dies instantly. Ooh. Oh, snap. That is a powerful spell. I knew spell. it. Yeah. So nothing happens. Nothing happens. Char for the win. Char retreats. <laughs> uh, he kind of backs away trying to get to the point in the room that's furthest away from anything that could be bad. Which is easy to do because you are on the opposite end of the room. So Yeah, so he, he retreats in that direction. Yes, you are retreating. Not like leaving the battle, just trying to be where he can fire off right. range spells. Yes, yes. Being wise. Go ahead, Saul. It is your turn. Saul is very happy to be this close to his enemy already. Uh-huh. He... Having dealt some radiant damage already, is going to try to stick that flaming sword into the side of this devil. Okay. There is a misc right up next to you, right? Didn't you get right up next to him? Yes. So, 
You know what that means? It means advantage. It does not mean advantage. I know. It does, it does mean, mean I get my sneak attack. Him. You get a sneak attack. I'm going to use my inspiration. Okay, did you roll that one? Because I rolled a natural one. Yep. Oh, <laughs> man. You sure? You sure you don't want to just let me have it? Go ahead. I'm, um, just, I'm just kidding. Go yeah, ahead. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> okay. That's an 18 plus 6. 24. Nice. Okay. I was going to say, is it 18 total or 18 plus? 18 plus 6, 24. 24 does, in fact, hit. So, go ahead. Yeah, and uh, I'm going to divine smite this. Oh, my goodness. You're divine smiting. Look at you. Buckets. Look Buckets. at oh. you. How much are you about to freaking add on to this? Sneak attack. A lot. Divine smite. Radiant damage and your sword. Okay. Yes. First, first I want the sli- uh, first I want your 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 sword damage. I want slashing first. Give okay. me that. So that is a D eight plus five. Okay. Eight. So thirteen from the sword. Okay. Wow. Wow. Uh, do you want to do the two D six of radiant from that? Sure. So one and a six, so seven. Okay. So then let's do sneak attack. Mm-hmm. Gosh, how many is that now? Three D sixes. That three. That's three, I think. Unless it went up. Pretty sure it's three. Go ahead. I'll double check it. It is three sixes. That's 11. Holy crap. And then how, uh, what's your divine smite? You're doing level one, level two. I think you want to do level two. Can you do? I don't think you can. I'm, I'm looking. You don't have any slots above level one. Let me see. I'm reading right now. Your two level. So your, your only second level things are your infernal legacy stuff. So that's different. I don't think you can do a, a second level. You can spend one spell slot. Target plus 1d8 for each spell level higher than the first. So if I used a second level spell slot... It would be 3d8, but you don't actually have second level spell slots. Oh, I don't. You're right. Okay. So it'll be one, but the other cool thing that's cool about Divine Smot... 2d8. No, it's it's 2d8s. Yeah, 2d8. But then... and. If you keep reading, and plus 1d8 against undead or fiends. Uh, okay. Is he a fiend? Okay. He's an extra. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's a king of hell. How could he not be a fiend? <laughs> so he's a fiend? Yeah, boy. He's also, he, he, he's sort of a mix, but I'm, I'm definitely going to give it to you. Eight, a five, and a four. So that's 3d8s. Dear God, how much damage are you about Dude. to do? 17. <laughs> Holy mother of God, what is that? Eight, a five, and a four, that's 17. Oh, man, Paul. And that's Radiant. Mother of God. Paul's over here calculating. 20, 30, 48 damage. Snikes. 48 damage. Yeah, Sick. boy. He sinks that sword in there. You'll find the power of Paylor runs through my veins. Oh, what is this? And he is like pulling back from you. No, 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 like Gustav. Is that the end of your turn? <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, my whole thing basically for Saul now is piling buckets of dice on stuff. It's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Um, Saul is not going to dis- disengage. He's going to stay in his face. Okay. Wings outspread. And I'm done. Servants off the wall. Yes. It's your turn. What do you do? How big is this guy? Large. He's as big or bigger than the Howley. How Howley. <laughs> Howler. Howley. Howley's comment. Howley's what we're going to call him from now on. Howley. I mean, obviously I'm going to go attack him. Okay. You're going for him? That's what everybody's doing, so why not, right? Yeah. 
So, mm. I'm going to use the Hexblade's curse on him. Okay. As a bonus action. Okay. And then I'm going to run up and attack him. Okay. Go ahead. Mm, that's a 16. Total? Yeah. That will not hit. Bro. Darn. It's alright. Saul will kill him. It's cool. You gonna try again? I try. I know that feel. <laughs> and then I'm gonna attack him again. <laughs> <laughs> that is a 12. That is also a miss. Oh man, you're rolling like me. Low rolls. Yeah, that's poop. You're rolling for poops lately. That's poopies. Rolling for that's poopies. That's poopies. Yeah, poopy. Now that you're right up here, right up here in the in the biz, um, Howler uh, is going to step up. And I mean, like, how many people can really get up in this guy's biz? The three of you are there. Howler really quickly, sort of just. He's going to like area affect us right here. He just sort of appears behind him, and uh, he says, "Finally, King's blood." And uh, he brings the Hellburner blade up and tries to bring it up through the back of this guy. I'm going to roll metal dice for this one, see what happens. Cut him in half. Uh, let's see if that hits. Actually, yes, it does. Just barely. Oh yeah, boy. Uh, so now he is going to roll some damage as he brings the Hellburner blade. You guys see it just appear like through this thing's chest. <laughs> uh, and that is what, Jeffrey? 2d6s? Yeah. Plus... Plus five for me. Okay, so it's six. Seven, yeah, 11. Uh, it, he takes 13 damage from this thing, but once he's got it up in his chest, uh, he unleashes a, uh, a lightning bolt spell into it. <laughs> oh my gosh. Huh. Dude. Let's see, let's see if... Um, it's not really a lightning bolt spell. <laughs> oh it, it's, he's not casting the spell lightning bolt. That would be sweet. Dude, that would be so cool. After he stabs it up into his chest, you, you all see lightning like coming out of the sword into him. Like It's, it's zipping him now that he is, he is in there. Uh, and he takes an extra woo, 10 uh, lightning damage. So Get how much him. was that total? 13, 23. Man, you guys are hammering this king right now. Uh, king boy, no likey. He says, What is this? That is enough. I shall not die here. And uh, I need everybody to make me a dexterity saving throw. Except for Char, because he's not up there. Everybody else. I actually rolled well that time. Howler did too. I got a 19 total. Yours is a plus six for saves. That's not great. It's an 11. Dang. Actually, I didn't look at my save. Mm-hmm. So mine's plus six too. So I got a six, three more than that. So 22? Misky about the hardy. So what was 22? All right, Vance? 10. Okay, Misk and Vance fail. Howler and Saul succeed. Dang. Get it. Basically, a wall, like a like an explosion of lava just sort of shoots out from the cracks in his skin all around him. Almost like blood, but it's lava. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like this yeah. searing, thick lava just shoots out. And it is, it is fire damage, so... Those of you that are tieflings, you need to take that into account. You have resistance. That just means you take half. half. Yes. I'll take half. You are, yes, you will only take half, Misk. Uh, it's probably going to be bad. And Saul, you will take half of half, right? Because if you're safe. Um, let's see. And what was the original total? I haven't given he it to you yet. Him. I've got to roll 10 of these. Oh. Oh, my gosh. Oh. 
<laughs> That's against the law. So before you roll those, can I do uh, cutting words? <laughs> uh, it was a save, so there's no. Yeah, you I didn't can't, think you so. Only if you're like attacking. Well, you could cut someone's save, but why would, you wouldn't want to do that because for yourself, yes. Yeah, yeah, for yourself or any of them. Wow, I'm just saying that's a lot of, and you're using the metal. I can barely hold them in my hands. There's so many of them. Oh boy! Oh so no! That's twelve. 18. He used the metal ones too, so. Plus 10 is uh, 28. Plus 4. 32. 35. 37. 39. I'm missing one. Oh, there it is. Oh, it's a, it's another 6. So there is 44. Huh. That's cute. Sir Vance, if that had hit me, I would have been out. Vance, you just took 44 fire damage. Wow. I only took 11. Nice. <laughs> Saul only took 11. Misk takes 22. Mm-hmm. And that is with resistance. Yeah. Uh, Howler. He'll take 22. We're going to have to kill him quick. <laughs> He's not resistant. If he hits us again like that, we're... Yeah. Uh, that so that was bad. You also see that some of the other devils around uh, are also hit by that. Um, in fact, I'm gonna, I need to roll for them. Mm. Just a couple of them. Uh, they did not do well, so they're going to take half because they were burning circle devils. Um, so they're not like killed by it or anything, but they, you know, you see some of this lava fling out and hit everyone. And it is at this moment that the other monsters that have come out of the wall now make it up to the rest of you. Two of them are wielding large stone swords. And by two of them, there's more than two, but some of them are engaged with the other, uh, devils. Let's roll, see how they're doing. They, oh boy, they come running up and Marie just super blasts one of them with, believe it or not, a water spell. Huh, that's awesome. You all see like a wall of water just wash over these guys, and it just like wrecks a couple of these smaller, sweet, uh, you know, lava elementals, and one of the ones with the big uh, swords as well. I rolled a nat one on them, so they did not. They were not doing well, so they just got rigged or wrecked. Uh, now I'm going to roll two of these large elementals with the swords that are running towards you. One of them uh, is going to attack Misk. Cute. Uh, that's a whiff, I'd say. Yeah, I don't think an eight hits you. It does not. Uh, he's going to swing again. <laughs> this one is a 25 to hit. I believe that's a hit. Okay. <laughs> you take eight, nine, ten, eleven bludgeoning damage from this sword. And you do take some fire damage, too. Uh, that's eight, so you take half of that, so four. So you took 11 bludgeoning damage and four fire damage. Okay. The other one is going to attack the Howler because he's kind of between them. He's going to roll. He whiffs twice. He rolled a four and a two. Sucks to be that guy. (laughs) Wow. Uh, So then these sort of shambling balls of lava are rolling up. Uh, One of them is rolling toward you, Char, along the side. They're sort of just kind of rolling through the crowd. People are trying to kill them, but they're kind of just like mushy lava stuff. Uh, One of them is is rolling towards you. It's going to try and, like, sling a a bit of flaming lava onto you. Okay. What's your armor class, Char? My armor class is 16. Miss. 16 going on 17. It misses you. One of them comes shambling towards Sir Vance. This is, I'm afraid it's going to be a hit, Vance. But why? Uh, you only take five fire damage. 
Oh, just five, that's all. You take five, just five. I know that you're, you know, in pain. A lot of pain. But it could have been worse. Uh, one of them is going to sling one at Saul. Saul ain't scared. Saul, armor class. Fifteen. Uh, that's a hit. Uh, you take four. Four fire damage, so you take two. Is that the reduced total, or...? That's Yeah, you get two. Two is what you get. Okay, uh, we are now rolling back around to the big guy. <laughs> Great. Uh, he has his shield in hand and his sword in hand. He takes his sword, and he is going to try and just just crush you with it, Saul. Saul smiles. It's a 23 to hit. Mm. I uncanny dodge. I mean, I don't know. Go ahead. The last one wasn't too bad. It wasn't. You take six slashing damage. It's the same thing you got last time, I think. Uh, there it is. And uh, f- he rolled a five on fire damage. Take half that, so two. He is going to spin and try and bash Misk in the face with a shield. Misk? I'm going to cut his words with okay. my words. Okay. I'm going to cut his swords with... I- I'm going to use that word. Uh... Do you have to say that before I roll? Or do you have to? Why? Because you might not want to. I can look. He rolled a natural one. I mean, I'm going to so say that it doesn't use it. Oh, okay. yeah. He rolled okay. a natural one. Ooh, I mean, that's really good. Okay. I, I don't want to. Yeah, he rolled that one. There's nothing that you can take from him. <laughs> Man, he does not need to be rolling that ones right now. Uh, he spins to try and bash you with his shield. His shield. His shield. Sealed. As he does, Vance, I'm going to give you an attack of opportunity on him. You better seal. Vance, roll it. Come on, Vance. It's a uh, 15. Total? Vance, what's wrong with you? I don't know. I can't roll. You got, you got to do better than that. Without the howler, he's nothing. <laughs> That's a miss, man. That is a miss. Uh, he totally misses his. I still have that. He totally misses his attack on on you, Misk, obviously, and that. But that is going to end his turn, uh, rather than getting his third attack because of that nat one. So uh, he'll just have to rely on his legendary action, Misk. Ew. I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to cast lightning bolt at third level since I'm right up on him and he's like right there in front of me. Mm-hmm. Good choice. And I'm also going to. I was going to barbically inspire Servance because he's struggling struggling a lot. Good call. Come on, Servance. I have him occupied. Inspired. Inspired. Okay. So, Lightning Bolt is a deck save 15. Mm-hmm. You got a 16 on the dice. Could I cut so. his words? I can't do that when I'm doing a spell, can I? Because um, it's a reaction on a save. Yeah, I mean, I think so. Yeah, it's just if he goes to make a save, but I just you can use your reaction. Him, right, you did, but that was a bonus action. Cutting words is a reaction when a creature you can see makes an attack roll, ability check, or damage roll. So that's not a saving throw. When he rolled the beat the dex fifteen. Um, it, that is a saving throw, but you, apparently you can't use cutting words on a saving throw. It says attack roll, ability check, or damage roll. So saving I throws are no good. Yeah, you did tried try. so hard. Uh, go ahead and roll the damage. He takes half of it, right? On a lightning bolt? I guess. Yeah, roll I the damage. Know. It's 4D... Which level did you do it at? Third. Okay. Uh, so 4D6. Okay. Lightning bolt. Lightning bolt is 8D6s. Yes, son. 
And that's a lot of D6s. 24. So he takes 12 lightning damage? 12 lightning damage. That is. You I forgot that he takes half. Forget that. You zippity zip him with lightning. Uh, real good. Is that the end of your turn? Yes. Chargensis. That's me. I want to try to uh, guiding bolt him. Okay. Mm. Do it. So that will be a 21. That's enough. Aw, uh, yeah. Ho, ho. So guiding bolt cast at fourth level, and I'm now out of fourth level spell slots. Okay. Seven, 76. 76. Let's see. Kill it to death. 76. So, that's just 18. But, uh, it also makes him glow. So, he has, uh, he's a Twilight Vampire now. And <laughs> the next attack roll made against him. Yeah, and uh, next attack is advantage? Yes. And I'm going to maintain my position as long as it's still... You know, reasonably safe. If it's if things have changed to where it's not as safe, then I might move. Okay, there's one of those gloopy things nearby. He's not right up on your biz, but he's rolling towards you. Okay, if I go away from him, would I be going towards others, or is there like a route away that's safe? You kind of circle around a little more. Yeah. Okay, I'll do that. Okay, uh, Satsaurus, it is your turn. Saul kills him. Okay, in in what fashion? Saul's going to try to kill him. Uh, I've kind of enjoyed being toe-to-toe with him. Um, I should probably heal, but no. I'm going to stab him again. Okay. Or attempt to. That's a six. You have advantage. I have advantage? Yes. From Char. You have advantage because he just gave you advantage with Guiding Bolt. Well, that's a 13 plus... What is it, a six for my sword, I think? Or is it a seven? It's a six. So, 19. That is a miss. Dang. What? <laughs> that is a miss. A 19's a miss? Yes, it is. Your sword glances off his shield. Oh, his shield helps him. Now, is that the end of your turn, Sotsaurus? I mean, yeah, that, that's basically it. Okay. I will tear your ears from your head. And that's it. Servants, it is your turn. It's my turn? It is. Well. Kill him. I've been trying to decide what to do this whole time. Okay. Because I'm hurting pretty bad. That's true, but he has advantage. You have advantage on him right now. I do. Yeah, till the end of till Char's next turn, every attack on him has advantage because of Guiding Bolt. I think it's just the next attack. I, yeah, that's what I was gonna say. I thought it was just. The oh, next. is it? Oh, okay. It's just the next one. Oh, okay. My bad. I was thinking yeah, it was. I wish. Persisting. So no, no advan ad, advantago. And I whiffed it with thirteen. Yeah, it's okay. No. No advantage. Oh. It's your turn. What do you want to do, boy? You. I think I would just attack him again. But first. Okay. I will cast first. Hex on him. Okay. You cast Hex. Yes. Give me an attack roll. K. 
Okay, so that is 13 plus 8. That's 21. That's a hit. Okay. About time. So that's 7 plus 5 is 12. Plus 3 from the Hexblade's Curse is 15. Okay. Plus 3 from the Hex is 18. Okay. You make a second attack? I do. Drop him. Okay. So, here's the thing. With your first attack, your white sword just cuts through him like hot butter. Hmm. He yells as your sword just, I mean, just severs this this molten skin of his. Uh, and he, he brings his shield up just trying to put it between the two of you as you come in for a second attack. Uh, but he is stumbling. He's stumbling. He can't really move away from you. He's just turning, trying to protect himself from you. He's surrounded by enemies. What you do? I'm going to attack him again. Okay. That's another 13 plus 8. Okay, that's a hit. Roll me. Roll me. Finish him. Okay, so that's... 7 plus 5 is 12 again. Plus 3 is 15. Okay. How does it... how How do you do this? Yeah. How do I do it? How do you do this? So he's pretty tall, right? Very. Okay, so... You said that my sword just cut through him like butter? Yeah. Would you say maybe I, like, cut his leg off and he stumbled that way? Could have. And as, or just, as he was stumbling either way. Okay. We'll say he, as he's coming downwards, I just thrust the sword upwards towards the center of his chest. Okay. So you sort of let him use his momentum and your strength to drive the sword up through the center of his chest? Yes. You do. He, he slumps down onto his knees, uh, and you drive the sword up through his chest with a killing blow. Uh, as that happens, you, he, his head sort of rears back. You're face-to-face now. You're kind of looking down into his face with your sword in his chest. And he coughs, and this hot red blood is coming out of his mouth. And he says, this, this is not possible. A human. And uh, <laughs> he sort of, after just a moment, goes limp on your sword. But after just a moment, when you think it's over, his head slowly rises back up again. That's cheating. And you see that swirling thing on his head start turning. His eyes are empty. His jaw is slack. But his arms reach up and grab you around the neck. And you hear a deep echoing laughter fill the chamber. And that is where we're going to end this week's session. But I want to kill it. We have to wait like two more weeks. Char goes, Daddy! (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. I'm going to be honest. You guys wrecked him hard. Yeah, we did. Buckets of damage. He wrecked me, too. 
I really enjoy rolling that much dice. I don't know what's going to happen next. This is going to be uh, it's going to be interesting. Uh, hey, thanks for listening. This has been Make Believe Heroes. Hope that you enjoyed it. Maybe they can actually beat this guy, or maybe they haven't even seen his final form. <laughs> wow. That's going to be it for us this week, guys. Tune in next week to find out what happens next. We love you, and goodbye. Bye. We love you. Bye. I kill everyone. Oh, you can oh. try. Rolling for initiative. The first thing Saul does, as soon as he hulks out, he just flies over and cuts Char in half. Just kidding. <laughs> Roll initiative. Char casts magic missile. <laughs> magic missile. Okay, Vance. <laughs> I attack the darkness. <laughs>